When the middle watch was on And the time went slow, boy Who could choose a rousing stave Who like Jack or Joe, boy Long we've tossed on the road This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge An invitation to pause for not more than ten minutes each day To think, to reflect and to pray As sea shanty mania sweeps the nation, our thoughts this week turn to the sea and to the missionary journeys of arguably Christianity's most impactful apostle and our patron, St. Paul. Our guide throughout this week is Roland Bruner. Don't forget your old shipmate. In today's podcast, I'll invite you to join me on Paul's first journey, which takes us to Cyprus and then Asia Minor. Afterwards, we are going to Jerusalem, to the First Council. Following the Spirit's direction, Paul, in company with Barnabas and John Mark as his attendants, began his first missionary journey that took something like three years. Embarking from Seleucia in about 46 AD, the seaport of Antioch, they sailed to Cyprus. In the synagogues at Salamis, on the east coast of Cyprus, they commenced publishing the word of God. Crossing the island, they arrived at Paphos on the west coast. There, the sorcerer Elymas tried to oppose the witness being given to proconsul Sergius Paulus. Paul then caused Elymas to be struck with temporary blindness. Astounded by what had happened, Sergius Paulus became a believer. From Paphos, Paul and his associates sailed for Asia Minor. On their arrival at Perga, in the Roman province of Pamphylia, and close to nowadays Antalya, John Mark left them and returned to Jerusalem. But Paul and Barnabas headed northwards to Antioch in Pisidia. This is a different Antioch in the center of nowadays Turkey. Although finding great interest there, they were finally thrown out of the city at the instigation of the Jews. Undaunted, they traveled southeastwards to Iconium, where the Jews also incited the crowds against them. Learning of an attempt to stone them, Paul and Barnabas fled to Lystra in the region of Lyconia. After Paul healed a man lame from birth, the populace of Lystra imagined that Paul and Barnabas were incarnate gods. But later, truth from Iconium and Pisidian Antioch turned the crowds against Paul, so that they stoned him and dragged his body outside the city, believing him to be dead. However, when surrounded by fellow Christians, Paul got up and entered Lystra. The next day, he and Barnabas left for Derby. After making numerous disciples there, 
They returned to Lystra, Iconium and Antioch in Pisidia, strengthening and encouraging the brothers and appointing elders to serve in the congregations established in these places. Later, they preached in Perga and then sailed from the seaport of Antalya to Syrian Antioch. Certain men from Judea came to Syrian Antioch in about 49 AD, claiming that non-Jews had to be circumcised in compliance with the Mosaic law in order to gain salvation. Paul and Barnabas disputed this. Yet Paul, though an apostle, did not take it upon himself to settle the matter on his own authority. Instead, Accompanied by Barnabas, Titus and others, he went to Jerusalem to set the issue before the apostles and older men of the congregation there. This meeting entered the books of history as the Council of Jerusalem. The decision then made was that circumcision was not required for Gentile believers, but that they should keep free from idolatry from eating and drinking of blood and everything that has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. Besides providing a letter setting forth the decision, the brothers of the Jerusalem congregation sent Judas and Silas as their representatives to clarify the matter at Antioch. Also, in a discussion with Peter, John and the disciple James, it was agreed that Paul and Barnabas should continue preaching to uncircumcised Gentiles. Some time after this, Peter personally came to Syrian Antioch and associated with Gentile Christians. But when certain Jews from Jerusalem arrived, he, evidently giving way to the fear of man, withdrew from the non-Jews thereby acting contrary to the Spirit's direction, and fleshly distinctions did not count with God. Even Barnabas was led astray. Noting this, Paul courageously censored Peter publicly, calling him a hypocrite, saying his conduct was detrimental to the progress of the faith. Shortly afterwards, he would go on his second journey. What I learned from Paul's first journey and the short time after was what a challenge it must have been, being constantly faced with opposition and even death. Can any one of us imagine the hardship Paul and those early Christians must have gone through? The sad thing is, being a person of faith and maybe even standing up for it can still be an issue today. Obviously, it is way easier now than back then, but let's not forget what those early church fathers did for us. This is the reason why I find it important to have feast days of saints and martyrs. Their achievements for the bigger picture of the church should never be forgotten. And you can join Roland Brunner on Wednesday evening in our Zoom room at 7 o'clock as together we listen to the third podcast in this short series and explore St Paul's second missionary journey. Now we're safe ashore, Jack. Don't forget your old shipmate. 
Rolly, 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 Rolly,